We welcome you to the Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor. Challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard, or we may drift away from it. See verse 2. For the message God delivered through angels has always stood firm, and every violation of the law and every act of disobedience was punished, referring to the old covenant. Right? Clear dichotomy between the old covenant and the new. Verse 3. So what makes us think that we can escape in this new covenant? If we ignore this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard him speak. King James says, how shall we escape if we neglect such great salvation? Um, and, and, and that throws a spanner in the works to the universalist graced believers who believe that there is no consequence for rejecting the finished work. If according to the old covenant given by Moses, mediated by angels, everybody who broke it was punished, how much more? Shall we escape if we neglect? If there is no such dimension to our eternal reality, there will be no need to mention hanging, don't drift away. I'm staring very deep waters now. Because you see, one of the dangers of the grace message is that you can settle in the fact that everything is done and you become absolutely irresponsible. And that irresponsibility has a consequence. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive yourself. That's why Paul says, let us walk circumspectly, redeeming the times. Circumspectly, deliberately, consciously, in full awareness of what we're dealing with. Circumspectly, prudently. Second Corinthians 5.21 You see the flow. I've taught you how to not allow chapters to stop you. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. 6 verse 1. We then as workers together with him also plead with you. Go back again. We then as workers together with him also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. That suggests, in fact, that submits that there is such a thing as receiving God's grace in vain. You can receive the grace and do absolutely nothing with it or bastardize it. Treat it with 
levity with nonchalance lackadaisically and therefore you don't profit by it and it's one of the things that when we stand before him we will give account for because he caused all grace to abound towards you that's why we do the things that we do that's why we chose to live the way that we chose to live that's why according to Paul in Philippians 3 we count everything as dung for the excellency of the gospel so you must be careful that you are not in opposition to what God is saying it's, it's, it's bad enough that you are in ignorance of what he's saying it's worse if you are in opposition to what he's saying what he's doing like what the guys in Acts 19 in Corinth that they ridiculed the way they rejected it be careful to not be in opposition to what God is saying because you are only going to rise to the measure of your yieldedness to the will of God. Did you hear what I said? You're only going to get ahead to the measure that you are yielded. I've said over and over, over and over, over and over and over, over and over and over, if a man resists you, God can help you. If God resists you, It is in this new covenant that he resists the proud. And gives grace to the humble. Abounding grace. And, and so we're, we're, we're here and there's all this word coming forth. And, um, and I know that we're growing. I know that we say we're growing. But you see, the ultrasound mission statement is redefining worship on God's terms. We could delete redefining worship and actually just leave it at on God's terms and the message is clear. And if anybody were linked to the ultrasound vision, I would expect that the most terrifying element of it would be those three words on God's terms. There's a level of behavior that you would not even dare think of behaving if you are cognizant of his terms. And his terms is the wisdom that is from God is first of all pure. James 3, peaceable, loving. Let no profane speech come out of your mouth, only that which is edifying, that it might bring grace to the hearer. Count others more highly than yourselves. That's God's terms. So but most times we console ourselves or we actually even go as far as priding ourselves in, well, I'm not doing so badly, but on whose terms are you doing what you're doing and on whose terms are you measuring what you're doing? John spoke and he said, it might be painful. I almost stopped him. It might not. I promise you, according to God's word, it is painful. Might will suggest that you just may be able to get along and, and not go through pain. No, 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 no. There, there is count it all joy when you go through, James says. There's pain in the mix. You will reap in due season if you faint not. So there is a hanging on and not fainting, even when all the indices around you are suggesting that it is justifiable 
for you to faint. Are you guys hearing me? Prophets, oracles, bishops, pastors, seers, men of God. We'll see a vision and we'll tell somebody who's under their charge, go and do this. And without question, they would. Right? All kinds of things have been prescribed by them charlatans that get done. All manner. All manner. And then we sit on the truth and we hear truth clearly by the Spirit of God. And you treat truth with levity. And you expect to get along in life. You won't. Because you have disdained the word of truth. And so I come here and I teach in faith. And I'm hoping that Lord, um, it's counting. It has to count for something. Because we give up what we give up so that you can come into it. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. But until we come into a sense of absolute responsibility, then we're not ready to be kingdom cultured. You will hear all this stuff and you'll do absolutely nothing with it because you didn't mix it with faith, so it didn't profit you. Raise for me your people for whom my word alone is sufficient. That's why we strip everything and let the word gain preeminence. Because you hear a word you go out there and you would run with it. You won't look back. So we keep on by faith. The widow with the mites. How was she seen? Jesus sat there and was watching the offering. He didn't see through spiritual eyes. Talk to me now. But no, no. Why should I transfer 200 naira? Do not say that. If you're not, if you have a lack, you're believing towards a need, and then you are lacing it with pride, you're hopeless. You're hopeless. You won't get anywhere. Because like we started this, this part of the series by talking about how the grace that abounds towards you also abounds by the multiplying of what you give. Remember that? Yes. Two Tuesdays ago? Yes, last week? It's giving stimulates a receiving, an appropriation of what has been blessed you with. It does. So if you don't give, man, to a large degree, you ain't going to receive. You ain't going to receive. You ain't going to receive. And, and the giving has, has to, and I said this last week, Tuesday, didn't I? It, it cannot be occasional. It has to be first nature. That you discipline yourself. That the first thing you do is give. Before you think about not giving. Do you understand? It's better to regret having given. Than to regret not giving. It's better. Because no seed wastes. It's better to. to Amen. Ah, I'd known I wouldn't have given up. And for you to go, man, if I'd known, should I have been included in that? Should I plug myself into that? I missed a chance. I missed a good chance. I missed a good ground. And so harvests are being poured out and you're out there. 
feeling like he's, he has given you everything. You've forgotten that there's a human factor. There's a human factor of you having to yield and conform. And you're watching every day and all we do is we live poured out lives. That's all I do every single day. I live a poured out life. But then those who go out of their way and do crazy things, man, God is doing crazy things for them. Crazy things. Crazy things. Crazy things. And for us too. Have you noticed that it's the poor people that dress more? You haven't noticed? There's a level you get to that you're not moved by certain things anymore. The older you get, the wiser you become. It's when you don't have that you want to look like you have. So they will not yab you. But you get to a place of contentment where you are not measured by what you wear. So we dress up and we look good. But really our self-worth is, is messed up. And we're not pouring out. And we're wanting God to bless us. We're wanting God to prosper us. God is able to make all grace abound. Grace has abounded though. Don't receive it in vain. Do you understand? Don't receive it in vain. Don't receive it in vain. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at the or visit our social media platforms.